Guy and welcome to the Foot This, Foot That podcast with your hosts Biggie and Smallsy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Foot This, Foot That podcast with myself Smallsy and the big man himself, Biggie. Hey up. Uh, we're back. Uh, what, firstly, what did you think to the new intro? Uh, like to do a little shout out to Ben Norton. He's done that off his own back. We didn't even ask him for it. Um, he just sent me it the other day, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. So yeah. we included it. Yeah, thanks for that, Ben. It's a sterling effort, mate. It's really good. So we're back with uh, second episode. Uh, as promised, if you follow us on Facebook uh, or any of the other social media exploits that we've got going at the moment. We're going to speak all things transfers. And I think a good way to kick it off, Big E, is let's just jump straight in and have a look at Ronaldo. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about Ronaldo because we I think we differ a little bit with our views on Ronaldo, which is um, no surprise, really. Is it? <laughs> um, so, Ronaldo's obviously, he's come back. He's, he's The Messiah's come back to Man United, the prodigal son, come over to fix him. He's not fixed him, though, has he? And I know everyone's looking at him going, oh, yeah, it's Ronaldo's fault. They'll be better without him. He got 18 goals for him last season. Like, he, he outscored a prime Harry Kane last season. And people are slagging him off, say, saying it's his fault. Now, <laughs> he was brought into that team for probably, I'd say, two reasons. And... Man United will never agree on the second reason, but I think it goes without saying. The first reason, he, he got brought in to score goals. But they've been looking for that centre-forward to get him goals, and he came in and he did it. And if you're a striker, you're playing up front for the biggest teams in the world, and if you're scoring goals, how can anybody say that you are not mastering your craft and you're not doing a good job? Because clearly he is. The second reason they've brought him in is the financial and commercial reason because he sells shirts, don't he? He's, he's arguably the biggest name in the world and he, his name on the back of the jersey is going to sell. Man United sell shirts anyway, so that's only going to boost. boost it. Wherever he goes, that'll always, um, he'll always bring that with him as well, which he, he came in for £25 million, didn't he? I, I bet they'd made that within a few hours of shares. Oh, they've, they've made that yeah. in the first week, haven't they? Look, I'd, I'd say they probably I, hours. I see, I, I get where you're coming from. I get it. I do get it. And yeah, he's been brought in to score goals. But here's where I sort of differ mm. and here's where the argument begins. Here we go. <laughs> My problem with Ronaldo and probably not just Ronaldo but the sort of ethos around Ronaldo. He's got a good haircut. He's got a brilliant haircut. Uh, he's good looking. Um, he's, he's everything I want to be, really. Yeah, I, bet but, he, I bet he's got a big wang as well. <laughs> he can't be blessed in every department. Sure, he, he will be. He's got a little. He's got a little dinky. He must little have. Pecker. Yeah, to look like that is. But I hope so. Looking to, in terms of football, right? You imagine just playing against uh, a Man City in a derby, right? And you've got Ronaldo up front. Ronaldo naturally does what he does. He comes on or he plays from full 90 minutes and scores a winning goal, yeah? You're Scott McTominay, you play centre mid. You've grafted your tits off. You've marked Kevin De Bruyne out of the game for the full game. What do the headlines read at the back back page? This is where this, this whole team thing... And Look, I've looked at some stuff on Ronaldo and... I think he's a bit of a poison, and I know, I know that is proper controversial, and it, people are going to say people it. are saying it though, aren't they? Yeah, but the the reason I think he's a bit of a poison is you look at what happened to Real Madrid when he left there. People say they struggled because he left. I don't think they struggled because he left. I think they struggled to rebuild some sort of team 
are back again because everything is just focused around this guy. Do you know what I mean? And rightly so, he's one. He is one of, if not the best player in the world. I totally and utterly agree with that. He's his finishing, his skills, his second to none. And even I at the age, his, his, work, like, his work ethic. Yeah, well. and his work ethic yeah. and his his mentality to get to where he's got. But is he is he a team player? Is Ronaldo for you, Biggie, leaving Manu right now? Is that going to be the making of Manu or the breaking of Manu? You question whether he's a team player or not, but I think all you have to do is um, when it, when he's immersed in a team and he believes in the team, I fully I fully agree that he's a team player. You look at him in the Ronaldo squad when he came off injured, and I've never seen someone so passionate on the touchline. And when he's in his prime Real Madrid team, he was he was the leader on the pitch. He was he wanted to win everything he could see, and he was instilling that belief in the people around him. Now I think the issue you have with Ronaldo, which you brought him into a Man United team that is struggling, it's not the Man United team that it used to be. And he's looking around him, and he knows that. And it's probably it's probably got to him a little bit to a point where it's not affected his performance, but maybe it's affected. <laughs> His leadership style or influence, I'm not too sure. It, if you're high-flying, you believe in people around you, you're going to make the effort with them and spend time around them. But if you're stuck in a rut and you don't, you don't believe in the people you're playing with, you're not going to make that little bit of extra effort. I just don't think he believes in the likes of McTominay and Fred. And I think Man United have let him down. The thing is, as well, is look at it from this point of view. We are Marcus Rashford or... Elanga or one of the lads who maybe don't play as much anymore um, and the reason they don't play is because you've just brought in this superstar haven't you mm. so you're you're basically I mean look at Rashford he's, I think they get that though they've grown up all the life idolising him yeah and I get they, they and, will, they will I, I totally get him. that but you imagine being like the number one star I mean Rashford at probably two years ago was probably the number one certainly in the top three stars at Man United yeah so he's Probably picking up his prime a little bit, getting to master his craft, getting to score goals, and then ultimately brought in from nowhere is a superstar who used to play for the club, and you're, you suddenly find yourself getting benched and not playing anymore. And not only do you find yourself getting benched and not playing anymore, you find yourself in a dressing room with somebody who bases the whole life around breaking records, scoring goals... Mm. What does Rashford take from that? What do we get out of that? Well, as as an English as as English players, you know, English supporters, what, what, England fans. What's happened with Rashford is he hasn't reacted to it well at all, has he? Because his form has dipped, and he hasn't been able to do anything to get it back back up again. So has he, it he's not, he's to, not him as is, that, is that due to his, <coughs> his position now, though? Because he's been pushed out on that left hand side. Is, I, I is he that's, a striker? I, I think he's comfortable on the left hand side. I don't think he wants to leave that front for Man United. Maybe it's a confidence thing. Maybe I'm not too sure. You you're a bit safer out wide, are you? You're not the focal point. You're not in the middle. You're not leading that line as such. You can kind of drift a little bit on the wing, and I I think there's a confidence thing with Marcus Rashford, and he just needs to he needs to get some form back, get his head up. Maybe he goes out on loan for a bit to a, a lower team and plays every single game, and just just to get some confidence back in the kid. Because I think what once he's high flying again, I think he's brilliant. I'd like to see him play centre forward, Marcus Rashford. I th- I think he's got it all, but I also do like the looks of that Alanga coming through as well. Um, 
So you heard it there first, ladies and gentlemen. Biggie mm. suggesting that we that Manu send Marcus Rashford to a cold Tuesday night in Swindon. Oh, <laughs> <Get, laughs> that'll do. <laughs> get yourself, get yourself out, Marcus. But to be fair, do you know what else he's messed up on, Marcus Rashford? Is he's focused too much on his meals for kids. And he look, has, I know yeah. it's a brilliant thing, but ultimately he focused on that when he was probably at the prime of his football scoring goals. And it, it's almost like he's he's put too much into that now and let his form dip through. Through maybe being focused elsewhere. Do you know, I'm, I'm sure I read something the other day on um, on the internet, and it said on Twitter, I think Marcus Rashford is the second most abused person on Twitter. That where's that come from? Yeah, to, I mean, to be fair, he's only really doing good, isn't he? If he is, anything. yeah. And I, I've seen a mural of him in Manchester, isn't there? There's a real big like graffiti painting, yeah. isn't he? And it's it's something to do with the school for kids thing, the providing school meals. But ultimately, you know, you. As an England fan, I just want Marcus Rashford to focus on scoring goals and being a striker. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He should be really up Harry Kane's arse challenging him. And I know we touched obviously in the first episode about our England eleven, but an informed Marcus Rashford of two years ago, I, I would love to see him sat behind Harry Kane. That, that night, that night in Paris, yeah, in the Champions League. Oh wow! In playing off yeah. Harry Kane, yeah. Harry Kane flicking the ball on, dropping <clears> a little bit deeper. Even though we want him to score goals, but if you've got Rashford running in behind him, do you need do you need Kane to be doing that? It's no, a good it's, point. It's, a good it's point. mad, really. So back on Ronaldo, where yeah. does where does he go next? Well, if he if he don't leave, and I can't. Ronaldo always gets what he wants, doesn't he? And he doesn't normally make his decision until a little bit later in uh, the summer transfer window. He normally buys his time a little bit. And as it stands, he's not returned to training now. So by the law of probability, I would suggest that he is going. Um, I can't see him coming back to United. He's missed the Champions League and not in the Champions League. He will want to stay in the Champions League to cement his records because he's got Messi right behind him. And Messi's got a couple of years on on his side of a Ronaldo, aren't they? So, looking at Ronaldo, the teams that are interested, um, the major ones that stand out, we've got Chelsea, Barcelona, Munich, and I think Roma have shown some interest in him, but I can't see him going there. I don't know if it was Roma, Lazio or Napoli, it was one of them. But I can't see him going back to the, the Italian league. I think I think there's a really good chance he ends up at Chelsea. Um which would be really interesting because Chelsea have also been linked with Neymar. So can you imagine them two together? I know they've both got the little poison chalice side to them both, but imagine the, the, the shirt sales and... Does that even work? It, I mean, in a realistic world, does it's that exciting work? though. Yeah, it's yeah. exciting. Imagine, imagine what. Imagine, imagine what, what did work. <laughs> imagine what the other nine players are going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking stood there scratching the neck as well, them two run about like. Yo, oh, mate, Mason Mount. Fucking hell. So I sort of read something yesterday about Ronaldo because obviously Manu haven't got into the Champions League, um, and. It means that he's he's triggered a clause in his contract, which yeah. means he has to take a twenty five percent pay cut. As obviously being the player that he is, he's not going to want to do that. Is he? Yeah, <laughs> he's probably going to struggle with his gas and electric this, this month as well. <laughs> yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel I feel harsh for him. I he's going to be applying yeah. to Universal Credits for that new grant they've brought out. That six hundred and fifty quid a month yeah. extra. He might have to sell one of his Bugattis. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, in terms of looking where he might go now. I, read, I, read, I also read this morning one thing that you didn't mention is that Liverpool have sort of maybe reached out to him. I can't see him. I can't see it because they've just got Nunes and um, they've got Jota and they've got um, 
Diego, uh, no, not Diego, Luis Diaz. Yeah, Luis Diaz. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic, yeah. and he so, and obviously Salah as well. So I can't, I, I can't see him going there. But and Firmino. Imagine, imagine being Sadio Mane right now. This is something that I, I really liked like, reading about earlier. So Mane has obviously left Liverpool. He's gone to Bayern Munich, and he, yeah. he's gone to Bayern Munich to be the poster boy, hasn't he? Yeah. But without a shadow of a doubt, imagine now being. He won't be saying that though, because uh, Sadio Mane he likes to think he's very low key, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he thinks he is, but I, I having that bullshit that he just he doesn't have a single car and nah. you know he walks about in fucking bare feet everywhere. Yeah. I bet he hangs holes in his Calvin Klein's like cousins. <laughs> <laughs> But he's not sacking, hanging out. <laughs> I can guarantee you that he don't put on a fucking two pairs of boxers, you know, because one of them's got a big fucking stench in all in the middle of it with ballocks hanging out. Of it. Nah, he's it's not Ash Dunbar. He don't have to make socks last that have got an all in heel, does he? Uh, I bet he don't drive a clapped out Vauxhall Corsa either, does yeah, he? <laughs> fuck, I ain't having that. So, but imagine obviously being Manny and sort of, he, he, you know what you said about him not wanting to be poster boy, but he's gone there, hasn't he? And he's he's potentially going to be what you would class as at the start of the window their biggest signing I don't get why he's gone there to be fair because he's done the German League before yeah he <sighs> maybe he just wants that trophy it's a nice big trophy isn't it that German one <laughs> both of them are the cup one yeah, and the yeah, one. Decent, Be- beautiful trophy. and they look solid as well yeah. unlike Alex <laughs> you know, you've seen a couple of FA yeah. Cup lifts haven't you where the, where the lid falls off oh, I'll tell you what if, if you give someone a clump of the back of the head without the dead aren't they <laughs> our Premier League well, I bet it's made of plastic now knowing this country yeah. we're that cheap we're on our arse aren't we <laughs> <laughs> So he's gone there, and then imagine Ronaldo sort of pit turning up in his Bugatti, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, oh, I'm it, signing now, yeah. Was you playing up front? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's me now. <laughs> I think there's a spot at left back. Yeah, pulling the shirt off his back. <laughs> you won't be needing that number, mate, that's yeah. mad. <laughs> so, obviously, we've touched on Ronaldo. Look, I'm going to sum it up. I, don't, I think Ronaldo breaks teams, personally. That's me, that's small Z. On record, I think for all he's worth in terms of money, what it brings to the club, I think it was a shrewd and a brilliant bit of business by Manu to bring him in last year. I think the best thing Manu can do from my point of view is part company and start again and rebuild. Um, and I think it's something else that we're going to touch on next, really. But where do you stand with Ronaldo? What's your final thoughts? If I was United, I'd be doing my best to keep him because he guarantees you goals. Um, he's... That's the that's the out all, all, isn't it? He's a centre forward. You want your centre forward scoring goals. I, I just don't get. I know I know he's knock, knocking on a lot, and they got him for twenty five million last season, which is a lot for a player his age. But again, he he's made that up for him. Um, but where did they go for selling? Because if I was a Man United fan and I sold Ronaldo, I'd want a replacement coming in, and they've already got enough to replace as it is at the moment. But, they need some centre-backs, and need centre-mids. They're probably going to need another wild player. I know they've just got Ericsson in. Um, I don't know where he's going to play yet. I imagine it'll be just behind Ronaldo if Ronaldo stays. But then what happens with Bruno? Um, I think it's, it's a, a tough one. I think for me, as a United, if I was a United fan... I'm glad, I, I'm, I'm, glad I'm not. Yeah, I know. He must be at hardship at the moment. But I think if I was a United fan and you look back to the class, you know, the Nevilles and... You know, them sort of players. And it was built through the youth system, wasn't it, and brought yeah. through. And now you look at United today, I mean, I'm just going to list some names here. Over 30 players they've brought in. You're looking at Cavani, Ibrahimovic, obviously Ronaldo the second time round. 
Ericsson potentially now coming in. You've gone back in against Fergie and you've brought in Paul Pogba, mm. who's now going to leave again on a free. What terrible business that is, that by the is way. shocking <coughs> business. Twice done that. Twice burnt, you know what I mean? There's an old saying in there, isn't there? <laughs> you know, fucking hell, how many times do you want to get your hands bitten off? Do you know what I don't get with teams uh, in that situation? And I, I know maybe they didn't want to keep him, maybe wanting the plans, but don't let him go for nothing. Offer him half a million contracts and then sell him for... Sell him a few months later for even if it's for 20 million, 30 million, someone will buy him for that money. And all of a sudden, you've recouped quite a lot of that transfer fee back. I know you've got to pay him high wages in the meantime, but come on, be a bit savvy about it. It's a, I don't like the idea of football is football teams being run as businesses, but they are at the end of the day. Someone's in charge of them, someone's putting money in, and you don't want to be losing that money because that's money you can be putting elsewhere. It could be going to a youth academy, you could be doing your stadium up for the fans, it could be subsidising prices, helping the community. But instead, they've just crippled themselves twice over with it. And I, don't, I, don't, I just don't get why teams do it. I know players have a lot of power and a lot of pull, but... I'm sure if you offered him a big contract, they'd stop on on the provider that, oh, yeah, when we get a, a cheap offer fee, you can go wherever you want. And then everyone's happy. Yeah, you just... I, the thing is, is Pogba has to go down as the worst player for Man U ever, in my, in my opinion. You know, in terms of what, what they've actually got out of him while he's been there. Um, I don't, value for money-wise. Value yeah. for money. Not the worst player, technically. Technically, he's, he's a fantastic yeah. player. In, Which is sad, isn't it? In a shit league. Not, we've not seen it. But we haven't seen it, have we, in the yeah. Premiership? And I think there was talk at one point, sort of mid-season, he, he could potentially go to City, which I'd love to see. I yeah, think. I think um, Pep would do well with him. I think he'd bring out the best in him, wouldn't he? We said it not so long. No, yeah, I'd uh, love to see him at City. But in terms just of... Just to see United fans cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of, like, from a Man United fan perspective, you have got to be, you know, Paul Pogba... I've seen Man United fans sort of protest before against certain decisions the club has made. If I was a Man U fan and I went every week, there would have been a banner with Paul Pogba's name written all over it with a big red stop sign in the middle. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Saying, what has this guy done to this club? Because ultimately, you've, you've brought Pogba in and... It, at the time when you brought him in, you were going to build around this this fantastic player, and I mean, he is, what a talent mm. he is! And he, has he delivered? Has he done? Has no, he? No, it's not delivered. At all. any point, has he delivered? I mean, you've got you've got Bruno ahead of him, who's probably was talked down more, but has brought more to the team. Struggled last year, but I think there isn't a manual player you can say that had a real good season, is he? De Gea, De Gea. Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo had a good season. Yeah, Ronaldo did have a good season, but I think wherever he goes, he's always going to have a good season. Mm-hmm. It's just does he does he build does he integrate into a team? I mean, I'm I'm a Leeds fan. You're an old fan. I'm pretty sure you'd have him at Hull. I'd obviously have him at Leeds for his goals, but mm. I won't want his attitude at Leeds. Obviously, we've dealt with we've got Rafinha at the moment, and it looks as though he might be staying until January. But for me, I think the best bit of business would be to sell Rafinha because the back end of the season, he looked like he couldn't be asked to be there. Mm. When Ronaldo starts <clears throat> to look like that, and I've seen it in games this year when he when he's when his dummy comes out, I just think as a Man U fan, that is the last thing you want to be seeing. You know, you want to be seeing your players. I mean, Scott McTominay's probably been a bit more. Man U this year than any other player on that pitch because his work ethic and the effort he puts in. Now, <laughs> going back to Ronaldo, a lot of times if he's not getting the ball, he stood still, isn't he? Mm. Is is that the sort of 
culture you want to build as a Man U fan? Uh, what do you want? You say that, but in the in the last episode we spoke about Kane and wanting him to be more selfish, and we were saying your job in the team is to stay at the halfway line or in in the the opponent's box, and we just want you finishing. We'll we'll build the team around you. You just get on the end of things and put a ball in the net. And if your strikers doing that and they're actually getting results, you, there's nothing you can say to them about it. I just want to touch on a, a little point you've made about Rafinha at Leeds and maybe holding on to him until January. I don't think that would be a particularly good business for you for a couple of reasons. Um, notoriously, selling a player in January, you, you're going to have to replace them. And it's quite hard to find replacements in January. If I was Leeds, I'd just be getting rid of him now. You never know what's going to happen. He could end up getting injured. Um, I'm just not too sure. I don't know whether he'll have a better season than he did last year because he was brilliant last year. So just cash in on him now. I can't see him. I can't see him spunking the money to replace him in January. So just do do it now while you've got time. Yeah, completely agree. I think mm. he, I think he needs to go. Um, Should we move on to uh, Frankie Dion then? Yeah, let's have a, yeah. Let's have a, a quick chat about Frankie. What, what do you think's right? happening with him? Well, ultimately, I think what they what they want to bring him in for, he don't even play that that role. No, he doesn't, does he? He's, no, he's, he's not. He's not a, a ball winning holding midfield like a Declan Rice player. He's he's a, he's a out and out centre mid, isn't he? He's just a centre mid. I think obviously with Ten Hag coming in, I think Man U are obviously going. They're, they're looking Dutch, aren't they? By, yeah. the, by looks of him, I do like De Jong. I think he's a brilliant player. He's a fantastic player. Why, but why would he leave Barcelona to come to a non-Champions League team, Man United? Though I'll tell you I exactly. Don't, I don't right. get it. I'll tell you exactly what Man U need to do. They need to look at what is already proven in the Premiership instead of going abroad and not mm. knowing what you're getting. You want to be looking at your likes of Declan Rice and maybe spending a little bit more because he's English. But you know that when you get Rice. He can do it in the Premiership. He's done it in the Premiership. You're not getting a player from abroad who you don't know what, how he's going to fit in, how he's going to react, what what type of mentality is going to change. Because you've got to think about when these players come in, they change their full personal life. Frank Dion at the moment is probably sat on his veranda, getting a bit of sun in, mm. having a nice pint of San Miguel. Yeah, he'll be having a little dip in the pool every afternoon, looking at his 10 out of 10 misses in a bikini. Exactly. He'll be loving life, won't he? And then he comes over to, what, Manchester, where it rains every day. Yeah. And it's get, horrendous, sir. closest thing he can get to a dip is a little fucking walkabout in a canal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's, you've got to think about the player's lifestyle change. You'll get somebody like... Declan, and we use Declan Rice as an example. I wouldn't would be playing football in this country if I was a professional footballer. I'd be exactly. in Spain or Italy. Exactly. Lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Lifestyle. Carry on, De- Declan Rice, sorry. Yeah, so you jump at, you, you, you look at Declan Rice. I know we use him as an example, but it's because he's probably best at his trade. But he's, he lives in England. He knows the weather. He knows he knows what the score is. He plays, he plays week in, week out in the Premiership. He turns up for every game. Even if you're not going to look at Declan Rice... Look at somebody who's done it in the Premiership. Ruben Neves. They should, they should have gone, uh, gone for Phillips. They yeah. should have pushed for Phillips. Because Phillips isn't going to start for Man City. He doesn't start over Rod- Rodri for me. So, no. uh, But again, United haven't got Champions League football and Phillips has been sold the dream, haven't they? He's obviously going to go yeah. to City. But yeah. You're going to have to do a lot of work to, to uh, pull him over then. But I think he'd have been a real good fit for United. He wouldn't have gone there because of Lee's connection, I don't think. I don't think he would have done it. To mm, be fair yeah. to him, do you know what? He's... He's been stalwart for Leeds. I've got nothing but good things to say about him. But I think sort of touch back on the Dutch sort of supremacy, shall we say, that's coming in at Man U. Mm. I just want to look back at the previous Dutch players that Man U have signed. So your last three signings at Man U, Daily Blind, shocking. Mm. Um, Memphis Depay, absolutely fantastic player, but 
didn't do anything no, Man United. And then obviously your latest is Donny, who we sent out on loan to Everton last season. Uh, he'll, he'll come back in the team, I think. He's probably going to come back in the team now. Um, but again, even looking at, at Everton, he still, he still didn't really do anything that sort of says to me he is going to be like up there with the best Premier League players. Um, and now you're looking at bringing Christian Eckwell. I think it's sort of on the verge of you've got Christian Eriksen. Yeah. I mean... If I was a Man U fan, I would be I would be spitting. Do you know what I mean? There was just nothing there that sort of says to me, go go back to your... And again, just get somebody who's proven. I just mentioned Ruben Neves. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Does it for Wolves week in, week out. He's a good, solid midfielder. There, is, there must be hundreds of solid midfielders in, who have established themselves in the Premier League now who you would like to see in a, in a Man U team thriving. Um, he'll probably play in some of the lower teams you like, so West Ham, Everton. They've just not got it right, have they? What, no. Anyone they brought in, apart from Ronaldo recently, it just don't work. And I think, obviously, <clears> looking at the, again, we'll refer to it as the Dutch supremacy, you're looking at this kid Martinez now, uh, five foot nine centre back. Yeah. But, uh, what, how I, does that work? Well, I mean, and who does he play with? I mean, it just. Does Maguire go then? Because you, you surely don't sell Varane, do you? No, I wouldn't sell Maguire. I think Varane could have a good season this season. Um, he's been very good all his career and he's had a bit of a blip last season, but I think I think he's professional enough and he, he's done it at the highest level. I think he comes back firing next season. Martinez, five foot nine centre-back. I think he can play on the left as well, but they've, brought, uh, they've already brought the new left-back in, so he's going to be in for a centre-back if he is. I don't see how it works. The the only recent centre-back that I can remember, about five foot nine-ish, was uh, Mascherano at Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And he did a job, but I was never a fan of him there. I always thought he was a little bit better uh, in that holding role because he was a bit tenacious, he was a bit feisty, he'd go win the ball, but... For me, your centre-backs, they need to be ball winners in the air. Um, they've got to be able to, to have an aerial presence. And when you're five foot nine, you're already struggling. Now, you may be the best jumper in the world, but there's a big difference between five foot nine and six foot four uh, when you're a centre-back. And not only that, I, th- I, th- I just don't, I don't get it. It doesn't fill me with confidence. Again, if I was a striker playing for another team... And, and they've got a five foot nine centre back. I'd be licking my lips. I'd be, I'd be all over him. There's no way I'd be going on the other man who's six foot five. I'd be trying my, my luck with a five foot nine kid every time, even if he's a bit faster. So what? I'll push him off the ball. I'll, I'll do a little trickly. I'll tell you one thing I will touch on is Ajax are the masters of getting their value for money in terms of bringing their players from yeah, the youth out there. You yeah. look at De Ligt, again, he's gone abroad and I mean, he was talked up to be one of the best up and coming centre backs. You barely hear of him now. Done absolutely nothing. Um, you, this Martinez obviously coming from Ajax. He's again <laughs> talked up, but they they know how to get a bang for the buck. Don't they, call, they? they call him the butcher, don't they, Martinez? Yeah, well, he's a feisty little Yorkshire Terrier of the centre back. <laughs> Just goes around nibbling people's legs and shagging their ankles at half time. <laughs> Just spunky socks everywhere. <laughs> Crusty side, I bet the kitmen hate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone's let him off his lead again. Oh, there he is. <laughs> get, get him, he's up against that. <laughs> 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 little, little Doris in canteen getting absolutely rattled behind yeah. trying to serve dinner because Martinez is up a leg. So I the, think they uh, they put his phone in a bit in a bowl, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a cage in <laughs> 
So just one last thing to touch on. Obviously, Manu have made the first signing, which was either today or yesterday, I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. But the uh, kid called Malassia, uh, left back. Uh, what does what does this guy bring? I mean, I've looked at a little bit of his stats. He's come from Feyenoord, who... What are they like? The third best team in the Dutch league? Would you say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you are. I mean, he's twenty-two, so that age is on his side. Uh, he's done a five-year deal, signed till twenty-twenty-six. Uh, and you'll all be pleased to know that his assists last year he got a full four. So we've got that to look forward to. Uh, don't really know in terms of what he brings to the team. Uh, obviously, you've already got Tellers and Shaw there. Uh, I do. I always liked Tellez, but I don't think he really had a proper run out at United, which is a bit sad, really, because I think he was at Porto before and he was brilliant. He was scoring goals, he was getting assists. I, I just don't think he's had a proper chance with United. I think to sort of surmise on United, why don't you just stick to signing players from the Premier League instead of outsourcing? I think that's that's overall in it. I think that's what we both. One thing that we do agree on, isn't it? Yeah, I think, stick I, to what you know. And United, say, uh, United need to play safe at the moment, and mm. uh, again, tried and tested. We've said before, and they're not doing it, and they're wondering why they're not getting results. Well, that's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even uh, what do you have at right back at the moment? You got uh, Wamba Saka. Terrible. That oh, well. is it. The and lot... I suppose to be fair, they stuck to what they knew. Then, yeah. it was amazing at Palace. But again, it was only one season. Yeah, again, one, one, I, got away, I, I yeah. can't say one season's tried and tested. Lapperty would be good, wouldn't he? I like Lapperty. Again, maybe we haven't seen enough of him. He got he was injured for a long time as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, he he's got potential to to be very very good Lapperty. I do like the look of him. <laughs> building a building a back line at United of five foot and a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, that's the end of part one. We're going to come back soon with part two and talk a bit more on transfers. Yeah, I appreciate that was very Man United heavy, but Ronaldo's the main news in here at the moment. Everyone's talking about him, so it's hard to ignore. Right, we'll see you in a bit.